listening to a Hall of Fame podcast. Hey, I'm Jack. I'm Jack. And I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff. This is Jack and Jeff, they say. And this is just Buds. This just up. Fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome back, Suffucks. <laughs> this is Just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back. That was smooth. I'm Jack. I'm Jeff. And this is Just Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Welcome back, Buds. Wow. It's been a, a minute and a half. Maybe even two. As the youngsters say, I don't know. I don't know what I the youngsters yeah, say, yeah, but yeah. speak of youngsters, we were 18 and 19 years old when we began this. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, uh, the Jack Cass quarantine episode came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Time flies. COVID made time fly. I feel like we were, we were on a pretty good streak up until then, and then, I mean... Yeah, three years ago, it feels like the year we started. I feel like we were recording on a, a laundry basket, and I was sitting on a bucket, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think I had my uh, my apartment office chair, whatever it was. We had a laundry basket. We had the two mics set up. We didn't know how to do any sound. And I was so gung, gung-ho about uh, getting a uh, a quick cover and a quick theme songs i was like this has to go up immediately otherwise what's the point of doing it <laughs> and i regret that I, you know i should have just waited a little bit and kind of thought about what i was doing do you remember that green uh cover letter or cover photo or whatever like, oh i do i it was do like remember green with trees or something and, a, and there was a bunch of friends holding hands why are they yeah there, was, there were that's the right yeah it. it said just buds in blue yeah like across the sky yeah, that was rough. It looked pretty bad. That looked like I took two seconds to grab it. And I think that stuck on iTunes for a solid couple of years, like even after we changed it. Uh, the reason it, it's not that anymore, as far as I know, is because at one point we changed where we were located. And when that happened, I was like, I need to make sure this is not um, the cover anymore. Right, because we were on SoundCloud and when we had to up upload this i think we were on two different soundclouds and i made the second one more quote-unquote professional because the first one looked like trash and i was like we have to do something about this yeah good choice and then they started we had to we had too much stuff so we had to move over to too much content (laughs) we just talk so much yeah um that's what people say about us we we cannot stop talking i think there's a couple of vaulted episodes too aren't there i mean they're they're pretty dang locked away because i have no idea where they are yeah, that would be something to discover like 10 years from now. Yeah. Just going through an old computer. Oh, man, look at this. And, you know, if it didn't meet our standards back then. I don't it, think it would meet our standards no, now. that's not going to be seen ever. Maybe on a 10-year anniversary, we could play some clips from it and then just laugh about how terrible it was. Do a clip show? Yeah. Yeah. All good shows do clip shows, right? Exactly. Phineas and Ferb did a clip show. The Simpsons do it every other episode, basically. I mean, they they can now. They've done everything else. And the Family Guy basically runs off of clips. Are you a Bob's Burgers fan? I love Bob's Burgers, but I will never sit down and like ritually watch it. I'll get like four seasons behind, binge those four on Hulu, and then I'll just let it die for a little bit again. Kristen and I kind of do the same thing. We're a little bit more up to date. Uh, We finished all of the current ones, and we're like, we kind of like watching Bob's Burgers. We just kind of watch it while we eat. Yeah. And so we went back to season two and just started over until they have more new episodes. That brings me to a point that I didn't think I was going to talk about, but Robel has, Robel, living with Robel has, he's called out a lot of my living patterns that I didn't know I had. Robel's really good at that. Yeah. It's oh. him and Cole Kirkhoff are great at just vi- like seeing things and letting you know what's going on. It's tough to live with the fellow sometimes. <laughs> um, he pointed out to me that I can't watch it or I can't start eating my food until I have a show I'm watching. And now that he said it, I was like, I've been like consciously going, yeah, I'll let this food go cold before I start. Wa- like if I'm not going to watch something, I have to find something to watch before I start eating. Otherwise, what's the point of this whole food experience? Sorry. That's all right. That's a very interesting observation. Yeah. And like I've walked in on him just eating food in front of a dark TV before. I'm like, how are you? are a fucking maniac. <laughs> You're not getting the full experience out of your food. He was sed- seated right there on that corner with a dark 75-inch TV. And he was watching a podcast on his phone. And I was like, what the? F- Come on, man. Just... <laughs> You're a psychopath. How do you just sit there and eat not watching something? 
I suppose you don't have to watch something, but if you're not watching anything and you're eating, I feel like you should be fully not watching anything, you know? Not just on your phone with a podcast. Yeah. It, it was, it's all or nothing. It really is. And the only excuse for not watching something to me is if you're on the go. Fair. Or you're like at work. But even then I would throw something up on my phone. Yeah, even when I'll, I mean, sitting at home in the office, when I eat lunch, I'll put on a YouTube video or yeah. something. Okay, hold on. You okay? You work at home. I do. You have a TV in your house, right? I do. Okay. And you're on your lunch break. Correct. And you're not just utilizing your TV. No, I don't usually leave the office just in case something comes across like a message. So I I take a lunch break to eat and like watch a video and stop doing what I'm doing. But if someone messages me, then I answer. Or if someone calls me, then I answer. Granted, that's, I mean, it's not a hard job to be able to do that, especially, mm-hmm. especially when you're at home. But, like, I would so check out. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm on lunch break. <laughs> I'm going I'm, to sit I'm in watching the- TV and eat my food. I did that for a little while. So I Hold I, on. Sorry to interrupt. Do you meal prep? I used to. I don't meal prep anymore. But, like, you don't meal prep for, like, work lunch. What do you mean by meal prep? So, like, are you... Okay, so... I like, know what I'm going to eat for lunch, but I don't take it out until okay. I'm going to eat it. But you're not, like, making a chicken breast on... Like, wait... Like, prior to oh, starting Oh, I think I know day. what you mean. I Whenever I eat lunch, it's either leftovers, or if we just don't have any food or I'm not feeling what we have for leftovers, I'll make myself pancakes. That happens, like, once every two months. Pancakes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and it's always, I'll do it in the pan that I made eggs in. I thought you were going to say a sandwich. Nope. No okay. sandwiches. Uh, pancakes. Um, but I'll eat breakfast before. I always eat eggs and toast for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have some fruit because I have a sugar addiction that I'm trying to kick, and that helps a little bit. Yeah. And then usually anywhere between Can't 11. Can't you let yourself have one addiction? Be human, man. I... I suppose. What do, do you put it that way? I don't. I don't like being addicted to things though, because they make me feel shitty. All right. Like for Sometimes example, life is feeling shitty. Yeah, but the the more I can not feel shitty, the better life seems. But isn't that what the sugar does for you? Makes you feel not shitty for about twenty minutes, and then I, I have s- another cup. No, but then it makes me feel way worse afterwards right, because. As Kristen would tell you, it's your shag sugar hangover. It just it unfortunately is, yeah. hits you twenty minutes I rather than the next day. A massive glucose spike, mm. and then all of a sudden it's gone, and I feel like garbage. My parents, you know, a good way to counteract that more glucose. Oh yeah, I was going to say just continue more sugar. Continue sh- eating shit bad things. You would think I tried that. Yeah, I did. Uh, we got a Costco cheesecake, one of the giant like ten inch ones. Yeah, good choice. I ate most of it. Uh huh. Uh, I think the most I had in a day was... What was on it? It was just regular cheesecake. Okay. No sh- no strawberry syrup or nothing? Nope. Well, then there I don't was, think you were trying that hard, Jeffrey. There was a little, like, vanilla frosting on top. Okay. Which it was all right. All right, yeah. I ate basically the whole cheesecake. My parents made us um, Easter bas- baskets for Easter. Mm-hmm. And the, officially the last time that my mom's doing it, being the Easter bunny. Um, and she gave wow. each... I know, right? It's a big step. <laughs> You are 26? I'm 26. They've moved houses. They you, have. You've moved three times, four times? Well, if you count college. And she was still making you an Easter basket? She was. We'd always go home for Easter, and we'd always have jelly beans and chocolates and, like, baseball cards. Yeah, your mom cares a lot. She really does. Yeah. But this is officially the last Easter basket year. We know this because she made us take our baskets home with us. Oh. <laughs> so we, we still have our respective baskets. But in... The basket that she gave to Kristen and I were Cadbury eggs, jelly beans, which I don't like. Um, yeah, jelly beans were the worst part. That's why I never I ate really them asked anyway. for them. Yeah, that's that's how bad it is. Like there are very few sugary things that are if they're in the house that I won't eat, regardless of if I like them or not. Right now, the things that we have that I won't eat are caramel apple suckers. Suckers. Yeah. Just don't like suckers. Me either. Yeah. Uh, I don't like caramel on suckers either. Like, why is that appealing? I don't really like... Now you're getting the hard, like, like molar pulling, you know, from the caramel, yeah. and you're left with a stupid sucker after it's gone. Mm-hmm. Just not a fan. No. Uh, we have... That shit was currency for a little while. You know those chalky, unpleasant candy hearts? Yeah. Those. The ones that say, I love you? Yeah. Yeah. I won't eat those. Yeah. That, I mean, nobody wants to eat them. 
but it's rude if you don't because it says I love you and be mine and you know that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, I guess I'll be yours. Kristen had two bags of friends themed chalky unpleasant candy hearts, mm. and I ate one single heart. I feel like you guys should have just left that in the saran wrap and just like kept it forever. Well, there's one that's still unopened. Okay, good. But they're so yucky. And like there's I, an addict in the house. So right. how but long I, will that's, that? I won't eat that sugar. <laughs> we had, Kristen got this candy apple. Yeah. Which it wasn't just, I don't even know if there was caramel on it. It was layered in chocolate and chocolate chips and all this. And it was from Valentine's Day. I cracked it open. I ate the chocolate off it the other day. <laughs> but, Threw I'm, the apple away. <laughs> yeah. Well, the apple was brown. It was nasty. And I'm, yeah, I'm so telling I'm you, sure it's an the issue. chocolate around it was just fine. <laughs> I'm sure it, chocolate doesn't go bad. <laughs> Chocolate's fine, um, but yeah, it, it's it's to the point where it's an issue. And like, I think where I was going with the Easter baskets was there was two chocolate bunnies. Okay. And Kristen didn't want hers. Yeah. And so I, well, I mean, the bunny is the size of Kristen. So yeah, yeah. Well, I ate my chocolate bunny, and then I ate her chocolate bunny. Same sitting. Fortunately, no. Okay. It wasn't. I I'm usually respectful when I. I'm thinking like this is Kristen's food. Like I don't want to eat it, but yeah. then she's like, I don't want it. So I said, all right, then I'm going to eat it all right now. And I did. So you did eat in two sittings. You just asked for permission mm. first. No, I waited a couple of days. Okay. Right. That, that was the respect part of it. I mean, a couple of days doesn't sound like you had an addiction. You just have some, a little bit well, of self-control. Problems. Finish all the jelly beans and Cadbury eggs <laughs> between oh, those days where I was going to uh, jelly beans. Um, I unfortunately didn't know this was an option until it was too late. I forever had the thought in my head. I'm like, God, I just wish my parents would fill up the basket with mini Reese's cups and just skip the jelly beans. Not that I know. I didn't know that that was an option. And my mom this year was like, do you want to Easter basket and whatever? And I was like, no, I don't like jelly beans. She was like, we can fill that up with whatever you want. I'm like, oh, you can e- do that. That's an Easter game changer. I never once have I wanted the jelly beans. But that's what's always coating the bottom. Have you eaten the jelly beans, though? Only the ones I like. Luckily, you, my dad has a worse addiction than you do, so you know I just leave it out, and eventually those were gone. Important question. Um, regular jelly beans, like Jelly Belly jelly beans, or Starburst jelly beans? They did a mixture of both. A mixture's a little weird. Why? Because you could bite into one expecting one thing again. I mean, they look very different. The, yeah, the Starburst ones are like candy coated are they at least the ones i've had are the wait are the regular jelly beans not well i mean like it's like they're both kind of like hard on the outside yeah but this one has like a like uh like a starburst harder outside i guess i've just had so many starburst jelly beans that i don't recognize the difference anymore maybe i'm thinking of something else but i'm pretty sure could be. It doesn't matter. It's fucking jelly beans. Oh, I won't eat neat nerd clusters either. Do you know what those are? Yeah, I really enjoy those. Mm. I didn't like them. Huh. They made me upset. It, it gives me the exact opposite feeling because nerds <laughs> straight from the box annoy me because it's a mess. I don't. You yeah, drop I don't like three it. and you're like, fuck, I don't know where those went. Plus it's a teeth thing. They're like hard and get stuck in your teeth. For the clusters? I mean, for both actually. You got problems, man. I don't think I've ever once had You've never nerds. had nerds stuck, stuck in your my teeth? teeth? No. Are you eating them one at a time? No, you go a full handful. A whole box. Crunch them down, then then they're all in your teeth. It's no, no good. I'm but here, here's, as far as the addiction goes, there are things that I will not eat, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there are things that I will most definitely eat that's kind of embarrassing. Okay. We have a bag. You know how frosting comes in like little bags if you're going to frost a cake or like cookies? We I have, thought you had to put it in those bags yourself, but yeah. Well, some of them come in little squeezy bags. Okay. We've got a squeezy bag of blue frosting. Solely just for you to eat? No, no. No, it was to decorate my mom's cake uh, for her birthday in September. How early did you buy the frosting per- compared to the box of cake that you probably baked? I think we bought it after. It was, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we went out. It was a mistake because I, I thought we had frosting of some sort. Yeah. There was a day that we didn't have sugar in the house. This was... Thankfully, a couple of months ago now. Like granule sugar or just sugar-based products? Sugar-based products. Okay. (laughs) So I squeezed it onto a spoon and fucking ate it. You know, we all have our our moments. That's, it's just, it's a different thing. I'd prefer, I think there's better things for me to be addicted to. 
I wish it was easy for me to be addicted to my job, to be addicted to work. Nobody, not a single person once. Well, okay, I guess there's a whole term called workaholic, but oh, yeah, yeah I, those people I don't trust. You shouldn't. Yeah, those people are wrong. <laughs> they're living life incorrectly. I mean, unless they're rich, then they're doing it all right. That being said, as somebody who's unemployed, I fucking want a job. <laughs> <laughs> How's the search been going, Jack? Uh, I had a prospect that was looking very good for a second. Um, basically, the interview I thought went great. She thought it went great. Um, then she passed it along to the hiring person, and apparently somebody was a little bit more great than I was. Mm. Yeah. I had to do the uh, tail between the legs checkup email and be like, hey... Where are we at on this uh, job? Those are the thing? worst. Yeah. She's like, no, we chose somebody else. I was like, ah, oh, cool. Would have been nice to. Yeah. To thanks for uh, just telling me. Thanks for of, making me ask you. Yeah. Uh, um, do you want to back up and say why you're searching in the first place? I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. Uh, we can save it. I think it's, it's a great podcast topic. I just don't know if I want to put it fully out there yet take some time to think about it because i mean it looks great for me it does yeah yeah all right taking some time to think about it fuck it we'll talk about it <laughs> all right let's let's hear it I, I like the story yeah okay so um my i was coming in i worked two to ten shifts most of the time so i came in on time mid-afternoon at two o'clock um, my key holder and my manager pulled me into the office and they were like, Hey, just heads up today. It's going to be a weird day. We're both in a weird funk right now. I was like, why? Like what? Something happened. You know, and they're like my, uh, operations manager. So the director of both locations I worked at high up in the city, she's the, the gal for the liquor operations. Uh, she apparently had a meeting with city hall earlier in that day and they, after her meeting came in, pulled my key holder and manager aside and said, we got to start uh, racially profiling black people from now on. This is how it's going to, like, this is how it works. This is why, blah, blah, blah. And for those of you that don't know, this is a city-run liquor store. Yep, owned by the city. This is a, a, a big deal, I would say, for a city to establish that is how we want to handle things. Um, so I walked in, they told me this, and I I had about an hour and a half to the fume on this and kind of think over what I was going to do because I mean I don't personally stand for that and I won't enforce my my team to do that and that's just a bad work environment that needs to be corrected so um, she came back from another meeting an hour and a half later I walked in the office and I told her we we have to we have a problem here and I don't know if I'm mentally or physically ready to do this but I want you to know I will do this and I told her, if you don't go and apologize to my keyholder and manager manager right now, you will see my two weeks on your desk by the end of the day. She told me to close the door, and she said, listen, Jack, you've had a foot out the door for the last year. This is how it's happening. Uh, all of our um, shoplifting has occurred from black people. They just stole $1,100 worth of booze from us. This is what we're doing. We're cracking down on this, and if you're not on board... I'm sorry to see you go, but that's how it's going to go. I said, okay. I walked out. I wrote up my two-week notice. I put it on her desk. She talked to my boss or my manager. The manager came back, grabbed me, and was like, she wants to talk to both of us. And at that point, she told us that she was putting in her resignation. She felt like if she can't, she worked there because she thought we respected her. And clearly, how could you respect a person that does that? At this point in time, or up until this point in time, I did respect her. She gave me a lot of opportunities to grow in the field that I wanted to grow in. Basically, all of my resume, like, checks, things that, like, go, yes, I know what I'm doing, are solely because of her and the freedom she let me to have. So I, I greatly respected and appreciated everything she gave me. Um, but that crossed the line that you just can't cross in my mind, especially for a city uh, especially for the head of a department, no matter who's, like if that's a company or a city, if that you just can't go by that. And uh, she pulled us aside, said, I'm resigning because of, obviously, you guys don't respect me anymore, and I don't want to impose and be toxic and make that this environment. So she resigned. Um, 
in that time period, nobody from the city asked me to um, come back or say that they were going to correct this or see how they can work with me. It was the most difficult quitting I've ever had, and not because of emotions or anything like that, but because the city specifically made it difficult for me to leave. Um, I had uh, sick days. I had, I think, 80 hours and sick hours that I could have used. Wouldn't let me use it. I got in trouble for it, and basically, they basically said, if you start, if you keep using your sick days, which I, I, I used one full sick day. I, I well, would legally don't they have to pay you out for those? They have it in their contract that they don't have to unless you have worked for the city for five years, which that. is a huge amount of time to work for one place. Yeah, let alone just to earn your sick hours. Um, but yeah, I had only used my sick hours for one full day, and it was a day that I was supposed to work in the office anyway. So like, I wasn't supposed to be managing. I wasn't supposed to be working on the floor. I, you know, I had no responsibilities except for social media and just marketing kind of stuff. So like there was no reason for me to come in because I didn't care about the social media anymore. And I for sure didn't care about the marketing. Um, so I took that day off and then I used the two, my sick hours to come in two hours later sh- or leave two hours early. Seems pretty yeah, fair enough. Fair. I got in trouble for it and I was told that that's not something that they can allow. Um, and so if I continue doing it, that I would be quote unquote leaving on bad terms which would wipe out all of my holiday hours that I had and um, vacation. But yeah, vacation which they and holiday. do have to pay you out for. Correct. Yep. And so that's what, at that point, what I was so worried about. So I, I worked it out and whatever. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm currently unemployed. That is a situation that could have been easily handled by, rather than instructing you to racially profile, hire somebody else. Hire a security guard hire somebody to stand at the door literally yeah. just having someone at the door barely even need to check people just make sure they don't have bulges in their jackets or make sure they're not carrying bags of liquor out yeah just a presence um, would have deterred to, most of what happened to go back to the uh, meeting that we had with the three of us where she said she resigned she had told us in that I, it was a weird mixture of everything that was just being said at that point in time. But she at one point told us that she expected our employees, if a black person is in the aisle, that our employees should be in that aisle looking like they're working until the black person leaves the aisle. Which is absolutely ridiculous. And one of our, she like kind of described what a quote unquote person that needs to be watched looks like. Um, and she basically described like a hoodie and just like some sweatpants, just a hoodie, dark skin, you know, um, which it's weird. Cause our, one of our best, um, customers and somebody that she had continuously been like, Hey, if you're needing a job, we're hiring. If you want a part-time, we work with your hours. A black guy named Mark who would only wear, um, Vikings, uh, pajama pants and sweatshirts when he was not on, like not just getting off of work. And she loved him. And I said to her, if you, we are going off of how you are describing a bad, quote-unquote, bad person, somebody who fits the stereotype of our shoplifters, then you're talking about Mark. And she goes, no, no, I love Mark. I'm like, okay, then how long do we watch people before we love them? She didn't have an answer for me, obviously, but... Yeah, that's it's unacceptable on all levels. Yeah. I mean, it obviously, I'm sure it happens elsewhere, too, but... I mean, good on you for getting out of a situation like that. That's you can't respect someone that enforces something yeah. along those lines. It has been a um, a lot of people pouring love for me, and I wish I could accept it. I'm just not good at taking compliments and stuff like that. So it's been a lot of like, uh, thank you, eye rolls, like yeah, I appreciate it. That honestly, something hard to do is accept compliments. Not a lot of people are good at it. Yeah, and people that are, I, it's you marvel at them. Like, how do you just? take that and how are you gracious about it yeah and it's also a little bit like what's wrong with you <laughs> like you're so cocky that you're like yeah thank you so as far as the job search goes you had one lead that kind of tumbled off what, what anything else on the table i mean i've been applying at least every time i've sat down to apply to jobs i've shotgun blasted i hit like 10 to 12 jobs and just hope for the best i haven't heard anything back um i'm hope so Today, I called uh, Carter's uncle, who used to run, was the CEO of Minnesota's number two marketing agency. And I had a good 
the, a short but good conversation with him, and he said he's going to try to help me out. That's awesome. Yeah. Has it gotten to the point where you would pick up shifts at, like, I don't know, a Chipotle or a Menards just to pay the bills while you're looking? It's crossed my mind, but it's just, for me, it's very tough to go back behind a register. Cause it's, I'm like, it's a pride thing. I yeah, get that. It really is. Um, our Joey and I's old, and Robles old boss at Hazeltine now runs the loons field in St. Paul. I believe it is. Right. I was actually talking to Joey about that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I think he was offering Joey his position to work there. Yeah. Uh, I believe I'm fine to say this. He didn't take the job. Um, I think I knew that was going to happen. He, he, he is also offering me a part-time job of just like going out and helping out on the field. And I mean, sounds fine. Like, I would totally do it. At least you wouldn't be behind a register. Yeah, it, exactly. It's I'm not behind a register. It's outside. It's, you know, at least doing something. I don't know. I just need to make the call, and I don't have his number. And it's just so easy for me to get it, but it's also just tough for me to go. I'm committing to this. Yeah, it's it's. it has to be a weird thing to swallow your pride and, and do something that you know you're not going to be fully committed to because you're still looking elsewhere. Yeah. But, I mean, it's different for everyone, but that, at some point it just ends up being necessary. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that point is, but... I'm at a point where I can still pay rent, so, you know, once that point stops existing, that's the point where I go, okay, fuck it, I gotta do it. Yeah, that makes sense. I I mean, I was in a similar situation to you, not in the fact that I had to leave because of racist management, um, but in the fact that I had to find a new job because the other one was just going downhill so quickly. And where'd um, you end up? I ended up working for a another recruiting agency, but now I'm doing finance and accounting recruiting, whereas before I was working with tech companies That's to cool. hire pretty much everyone along those lines. Um, and so far, how? So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, everyone is... A little too nice. They're really, really nice. They're all Midwestern. Okay. And it weirds me out, but I get it. But uh, you're not interacting with them all that often, right? I am is the thing. Like, they, they're they essentially training me like I don't have any experience, which oh, okay. I'm okay with that because every recruiting firm is different. Like, people do things differently. There's different nuances in different industries. Yep. And... Uh, so I'm accepting like every, I'm shadowing people on their on their calls and I'm listening in on interviews and this and that. And so I am inter- interacting with people, not to mention the day that I started, I had about 40 connection requests and messages saying, hey, welcome. We're so happy to have you. I'm like, can someone just be mean to me? Someone <laughs> hey, be dickhead, rude. Welcome <laughs> to the job. <laughs> like I need someone to bring me back down to earth. It can't be this way the whole time. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's so far so good. But Are you gonna miss your free Mexico trips? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I'm gonna miss those. <laughs> I get a free Madison trip. Okay, I'm not quite yeah. the same, but I'll be with the whole company. Apparently, they have some fun in Madison that's coming up in like May. Um, but I I definitely hit the panic button when I knew, like I was on unemployment benefits for five months uh, because my salary was taken away and. Uh, a huge part of it was Kristen had become pregnant. Um, oh, so yeah, we can we can talk about it. Okay. Um, and that was it was just such crazy timing because I found out that I probably wasn't going to end up getting my salary back, and that Kristen was pregnant, and that I should start looking for jobs all at the same time. What did I tell you? I wish I had my phone on me. I texted you something that was like, "You'll know what's right." Yeah, you'll feel you it did. in you. The world will let you know what was right. Because I had, and that actually played a huge role in making the decision because I was, I still have a job. Even, to this day, if I wanted to go back and work with my other boss, he said he'd welcome me back with open arms. But that was when I texted you. I felt like Aang sitting on the back of the giant lion turtle <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out how to defeat the Fire Lord without killing him. And it's just such a hard decision to make, but I ended up moving because I, partially out of fear, partially I think it, it's going to be good for my career. But And that fear is important yeah that panic is real i mean yeah. you've got to pay rent i've got to pay rent i even mean got a like car payment like feeling that fear inside is where you kind of learn about yourself is if you do you stay comfortable and maybe end up in a worse position or do you stay start uncomfortable and end up in a better position and i mean i think if you push through that fear most times you're going to 
see the benefits of it and go, thank God I'm not the person that chose not to because I would be, you know, X, Y, and Z. That's kind of what I did in the first place when I started with my last job. I had two or three job offers on the table. It was right after I finished my master's degree. And I didn't know like what sort of career I wanted to get into, but I had yeah. like sales and business development offers. And the one that I took was like 20 grand less per year than the other ones. But it had such great potential to turn into something amazing. And it, yeah. it, it was so close. We were so close to doing something really cool. And the company is still going to end up getting acquired. Um, but the debt, debt that we had and the, the position that we were in, it just didn't quite make it. When you're in a smaller business like that one, you have 30 people max? Not even. Not I think even? at our max, we're at 16. 16. Do you feel a portion of responsibility to be like, this is my company as well and I need to see it grow? And Or do you see it as, this is, this is my job, what happens of this business isn't my problem when I leave it? I felt like I took responsibility for it. I I know I was the first person that he hired on to work with that company. Yeah. And it ended up going up to 16, then back down to four before I left. And I felt like when I was leaving, I was leaving a part of me there. I, I wanted so badly for it to succeed, and I put everything that I had into it. And just to see it not work out the way that we were hoping, it, it sucked. Yeah, But it's just something I had to end up moving. had to do what, what was best for me at that point. Yeah, I kind of figured that's how you'd answer you're just you're you're you have an empath feeling and if you were there from the beginning then yeah whereas i on the other hand was like that's that the liquor stores were ready to close before i started there and we turned a million dollar profit and then there were and i was like i don't fucking care they don't care i don't care I think that's that's a different position too, is because you helped with that. Like you yeah. built something pretty great out of what they. Well, so did you. What they had, yeah. But then it fell apart. It's the thing. Like yours didn't fell fall apart too. <laughs> yeah, but you left at the top, right? Yeah. You left as soon as things had the idea that maybe they're going to fall apart. You're like, you know what? I did great. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, that's respectable. I want you guys to, because I mean, I don't know how often I'll be in Savage anymore, but I want you guys to kind of relay back to me because. The mayor wants to close the, the liquor store doors, even though we ra- like we flipped that entire store. So I'm very curious to know how quickly they close. So on Saturdays, we get delivered the Savage Pacer, which is just the local newspaper. Yeah. We don't pay for it. I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> but I like looking through it. Hey, you need fire starter paper, right? Apparently, they're looking to open a second liquor store. They already have two. Or maybe a third. third? Where is the second one? Uh, the one connected to High V. Oh, and I, the forget one I, that's, I forgot that's a city one. Yep. Yeah, I read somewhere. Well, yeah, I know where I read it. <laughs> read it in the Savage Pacer that they're going to open another one. Interesting. So maybe they're closing that one and relocating. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would work for Don again. Yeah. That would be fun. I would I mean, do it for another summer. I don't. I could never make it. I can't make a life out of it. Yeah. Can't make a career out of it. But maybe it's just like every other. How many summers did we take off? Two or three. Oh, when did we work there? That was, was we lived in the apartment. That was twenty twenty. Yeah. So well, three I worked years there. Ago? Eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Okay. Yeah, I'll take three years off, and I'll go back. Take three years off. You know, I would do that. I think he would take us too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the thing, like, you can't find people to seal coat. No, nobody's thinking, God, I wish I was a seal coder. I think that sometimes. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, if I could make better money doing if I could actually make a career out of it, I'd say, yeah, why not? I love being outside. I love doing stuff with my hands. That's something that I miss. But if you're is, making more money, it means you're not using your hands anymore. You're driving door to door. You're doing Don's job. I could do that too. Yeah, I, fucking anybody could. <laughs> hey, your driveway looks like a piece of shit. I can fix that if you want. I, it's funny. I actually gave advice on asphalt today. <laughs> Hunter even had texted me. He goes, hey, I remember you worked on driveways a few years ago. What do you think it would take to get my driveway repaved? And I was like, well, okay. I got, I <laughs> I'll, got I'll give you it. an estimate. <laughs> but yeah, I feel professional. Like I, I know something. That's it's something that not a lot of people know about. And I think yeah. it's fun to like. I know how to make chipotle salsa, and I know how to roll burritos, and that was fun for me too. It, 
I don't know if you have anything that correlates past the um, driveways, but leaving the movie theater, I knew what was wrong with popcorn when it was popped. I could go, that popcorn was popped without oil. That popcorn didn't get the correct amount of salt. I could do that. I could like look at popcorn and go, this is what's wrong with the popcorn you just popped. And it's a weird-ass skill that nobody else, like, even would think about but going. it's a great skill. Yeah, it's a weird one, though. You're going to impress the shit out of your next girlfriend. Oh, yeah. She's going to make popcorn, and you're going to be like, hang on, let me fix it Or I'm quick. going to be the annoyance. I'm going to go, you didn't fucking pop that right. If that annoys her, find a new one. <laughs> I mean, I don't have popcorn very often. Find, but <laughs> find one who appreciates your popcorn yeah. skills. But, yeah, I kind of have that. I mean, with, with asphalt and seal coat, and then I can... Uh, I can tell you what's wrong with guac. I can tell you what's wrong with Martin. salsa. But what what is wrong with those things beyond like maybe the too much of one ingredient, not okay. enough of another. Could you could have stirred it wrong. There's yeah. a certain way you got to stir guac. Yeah, I don't even have the knowledge of what could be wrong with the guac or the salsa. But yeah, and sometimes it's a matter of the avocados themselves. I mean, in my personal opinion, the avocado is always the wrong part. You don't like avocados. You're not avocado. a guac guy. Uh, I've, I, I, you know, I, I, I've given it the old college try. I've given it the old Jack's college try. I gave, I came back to it several times. You've had Chipotle guac. You've had. <laughs> That's a funny ass joke. Fuck you. <laughs> I, it flew right over my head. Say it again. <laughs> I gave it the old Jack's college try. I came back to it several times. Because I've gone back to college several times. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I hate that I had to explain it. That, was that makes it funnier for me, for being honest. I love when jokes get explained. <laughs> Do you ever... There Are there certain people in your life that you talk to and like half the things they say kind of just go... No, but that's how I feel about all of our friends. I feel like everything I say goes... Right over their head. Yeah, that was fair. a fucking awful whistle, but whatever. I feel you like, can't really whistle into this. Okay. We need to stop whistling in the mics. I feel like you might be the only one of our friends that like, oh, and Joey, who like know what my joke was. Joey just doesn't really feed my humor as much as you do. <laughs> Joey will go, yeah, I heard it. Like, I understand it. Just wasn't funny. <laughs> just wasn't funny. Whereas you'll at least give me the, the satisfaction. There's not of not even laugh. a pity laugh. That no, was a real laugh. No, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I, I want to say like one out of 20 times, if I could give a pity laugh, I will. But otherwise, it's genuine. Uh, you you know more than most people. I can't muster it up. I, yep. I don't have it in me. And if I give it to you, you got to be looking at me like, just stop. I think your pity <laughs> laugh is more of a, hmm. mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all it is. Then, I, no, I wouldn't say that's my pity laugh. Because I, I, I genuinely don't think I have a pity laugh. My hmm, is, I get it. It's like, I understand that you were making a joke, Just, but I didn't like yeah, it Yeah, it wasn't funny. Yeah, I love something that makes me also laugh is uh, when people keep straight faces during jokes. Like mm. someone, I'm sure you've seen the TikToks or Reels, whatever the short videos you choose to watch. Probably not, but go ahead, try me. It's the don't laugh challenge where they tell like corny jokes. Yeah, scroll through them. And you can't laugh. No, I don't watch them. Those crack, well, some of them crack me up. I mean, some of them. It'll not. say... Try not to laugh challenge. I'll, I'll, I'll pass it on purpose. I don't even give it the time of day. If anything, if my clickbait sniffer goes off in the slightest way, I scroll. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. We, we were talking about uh, TikTok videos of the, the guys in India who build pools in, just in the ground. They just go, I'm making a pool right here. Mm-hmm. You seen these? We were talking about those and they go, yeah. And I'm like 15 minutes into this and I know it's a pool. I just got to see the end. And I go, I see him digging. That's going to be a pool. I don't care what that pool looks like. And I keep, I would keep going. Every once in a while, if it's a really satisfying aesthetic, I'll keep watching. Like if it's just making my brain go, I'll keep watching. But Another if I big already one? know the ending, I'm like, yeah. No. Another big one that really fucking gets me is when it says, Ultra satisfying or satisfying. If satisfying's anywhere, anywhere in the video, in the title, in anywhere, if it says satisfying, I fucking swipe. It's no longer gonna satisfy me. It w- it was never going to satisfy me. It yeah. was never gonna do it. I just don't care. Do I'm you have not- any sort of like ADD? 
I mean, we call it J80. No, what what did we call it? My Jack attention dis. We call Jack selective. It was no. It, it was one episode, and I had a great name for it. it was J8 J JDD? No, yeah, I don't fucking remember. I have ADD. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Is that a yes? Sure. <laughs> I think I don't remember exactly where I was going with this. Sorry. Uh, but now I am imagining. Did you know that you can burn crayons and they burn for like eight minutes at a time or something? Well, it's wax, so. Yeah. Um, Wait, do you mean like by itself? Yeah. You just light a just crayon on Light a crayon. No, I didn't. a little extra light. I didn't know that. Crayon. Does it burn the color that it is? Unfortunately, no. Then why are you doing it? That's not satisfying. I was going somewhere with this. Oh, yeah, yeah, ADD. So it's it's almost <laughs> like the same thing where um, if someone says, this is satisfying, and then you scroll through, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. It's like if you're going to do something, this happens a lot. If I'm going to do something and someone says, hey, do this, and it's the thing I was going to do, I say, mm-hmm. no, I'm not fucking doing it anymore. That's how... I, I, I had a term for it at one point in my life, but I, that's basically why I didn't watch Game of Thrones. There's a good reason why I didn't watch a lot of shit. Because people are like, hey, you should watch this. It's really good. Everybody loves it. I'm like, I don't okay, need in that it. case, I don't need it then. Don't watch Peaky Blinders. Well, I, w- I wasn't going to anyway. I actually started watching it. so I don't like having to read my movies. <laughs> that's the one thing I don't yeah. like about it. Everyone's accent is so damn thick. I've got the subtitles on. But... I'm having a good time with it. I watch one episode before before work every day. Um, yeah, that's just when I everybody Justin, our tattoo guy, mm-hmm. he loved it. He tried to that get, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he he really tried to get me to watch it. I'm like, sorry, man, it's just I'm not going to. We we can try to connect on something else. I think the reason I watched it is because Kiana watched it in school, and I think I saw like two minutes of an episode once, and I was like, I'd probably like it, but I'm not going to watch it right now. Yeah. And then I saw the season finale of like season three when my roommate the following year watched it. And I was like, yeah, I think I would like that show. But I'm, I'm And then it took you six years to get to it? Yeah, it took <laughs> me six years. And the only reason I decided like now might be the time is because Netflix is coming out with the password share thing where you can't share passwords across households. So even like my parents pay for Netflix, but because my sister and I live in different houses, yeah. we won't be able to use it. And I was like, I'm not going to pay for Netflix myself. They don't have enough good stuff. There's there's going to be a loophole. There's go- there's going to be something. There's it, I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something. Because like, they're just not going to get away with it. Their stocks are going to either drop and they're going to put it back in. That's what you would think. They've started it. They started it in Australia. They started it in parts of Europe. And they started it in Canada. And I think it's funny. You can tell where people have things to do. People have things to do in Europe. <laughs> Subscriptions dropped off. Like, they have so much less viewership in Europe right now. Yeah. Subscriptions skyrocketed in Canada. Really? They don't have <laughs> shit to do up in Canada. <laughs> like, oh, I got to pay for my own Netflix now. Otherwise, I can't watch it. And that's what they're doing up that's there. That's funny. <laughs> so, I guess that they'll probably come out slightly above even, is yeah. my guess. Because I'm definitely not addicted to watching TV shows. Definitely not it. Netflix. No, Netflix is my least favorite platform. I they've changed so many things on it. When I, like Joey has it down here, and I've clicked on it, just kind of see what my options are. The whole platform looks different from the last time I was on it. Remember when it was just DVD rentals? They're sending out their last one. Did you see this? I did see this. September 29th, I think it is, is the last DVD shipment. It's the end of an era. It really is. They the I mean. The end of another era happened. Um, the end of the perfect Barbie era. So did you? I'm I'm sure oh, you is know this they the made Down a, syndrome one. Yeah, they made yeah. a fat Barbie. Yeah, I mean that was that's old. Yeah, it's pretty old yeah. and didn't get great reviews. No, they made a Downy Barbie. Yeah, I'm not upset about it. Like fat Barbie, hilarious. Again, you I can make my phone. I'd look it up, but I I saw the article. I didn't see the photo. You can make fun of fat Barbie, but like. Downy Barbie's just endearing. Like, nice job, Barbie. Like, that's cute. You're going to have some Downy kids playing <laughs> with dolls now. <laughs> I can't even make fun of it. It's just nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Yeah. I just... Do you think Down Syndrome people are like, yes, Down Syndrome toy for me to play with? I think they say it a little differently. I mean... So... Why? You know... 
their heads aren't wrapping around this Barbie doesn't have Down syndrome versus this Barbie does. You know, like, and they're just, to make the Barbie mold, aren't you then just making fun of a stereotypical Down syndrome person? Yeah, where's the line? Yeah, it's it's progressive. It's not progressive. It's just right there in the middle for me that I'm like, why? <laughs> where's the line? I need to know. No, I just uh, thought I'd bring that up. Things are changing. Yeah. You know what else is changing? What's that? That's a bad segue. I don't fucking know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Something we glossed over. Kristen's pregnant. We really did gloss <laughs> over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's pregnant. Hey, let's talk about our jobs. Uh, Down yeah. syndrome, Barbie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's more important things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, how far along are you guys? If this comes out on Wednesday. If this comes out next Wednesday, yep. we will be 12 weeks in one day. 12 weeks in a day. What does that mean for you guys versus and the baby? Not versus the baby, but... That means, well, as far as what the due date would be, it's uh, November 14th as of now. Um, if you want to know like when we made it, I no, don't really that's know. Not, I, I, I guess I'm not sure what you're I trying to I was more ask. so asking growth-wise, how oh, far along um, in the nursery planning are you and like... That kind of stuff, I wasn't necessarily... Oh, you didn't want to hear the details? I didn't want to know the deets, yeah. Okay, well, we don't have to get into that, I guess. Um, The baby... That's just Buds After Dark. (laughs) That can be Jack Jack Daly and Jeff Knightley talk about that. Um, The baby last week was the size of a Lego minifig. Okay, I didn't... The little Lego man. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like... I I thought Lego made a smaller one, and they called them minifigs. I'm pretty sure they're just like the mini, Lego just a figure. normal yeah. Lego person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they actually they do make mini ones. Some of the like the Harry so Potter baby sets come hasn't with grown out the fingers yet. It does. It does have fingers. Oh, so it's a little bit more advanced than a Lego. A little bit. Not much, <laughs> but a little. Yeah. It can't smile. I don't think. Okay. Um, can't hear us yet, which is, I don't know if that's good or not. Um, are yeah. you going to play Just Buds for the baby? I don't you know, think I'm going to play Just Buds for the baby. I think the baby's going to hear enough <laughs> of my voice. I'll definitely talk to the baby. Okay. Um, but I will be playing a lot of pop punk for this baby. Yeah. It's going to be a pop punk baby. So are you going to just like play it out loud or are you going to get over the head headphones to put on her belly? Because <laughs> how is Kristen going to really feel about just listening to pop punk all the time? Not great. Yeah. I'm just going to try and make it. Are you hoping it comes out with hair already slicked to over one eye? I really am. <laughs> G- ginger hair, of course. Yeah. But hair over one eye and uh, hopefully a little angsty. Yeah. But yeah, as far as baby room nursery goes, yep. we, so that's, that's the cat poop room right now. Okay. We I are. Was, I was curious about that. If yep. you were losing a, your office or not. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But if. Friggin' interest rates rates don't go down, and I don't get more money. We're gonna I'm gonna lose it soon, mm. um, but we're gonna end up taking up the carpet in there because that's the oldest carpet in the house. We're gonna put in laminate of some sort. We already put a down payment on a new window and a new front door because you can't get a company to come out and replace one window. <laughs> they just won't do it, and so we said, all right, I guess we'll get a front door as well. Um, I mean, you probably could have bought the window and then had. Like my dad come over and install it, or Joey's dad, but yeah, potentially. But we're gonna need a new front door at some point anyway. Plus, it's like a really highly rated, energy efficient window and and all that. It's the baby's room. Like yeah. I got a good stuff for the baby. But this is the last window in the entire house that hasn't been replaced since the '60s, yeah, which is a very odd choice by the previous homeowners. Yeah, but yeah. There is four different homeowners that didn't replace this window. <laughs> They're like that's an important one. <laughs> it's the single pane glass that you can reach up like with a, a knife or a hanger and swipe, swipe the lock and slide it open, <laughs> and that's just been on our house. Plus, there's bad there's, for a baby. Yeah, bad for a baby. Although the last owners had their baby in there, so it couldn't be that bad for a baby. Mm. There's also black mold in there, so. That's getting cleared out. Good We're getting choice. new window, new door, new carpet. Kristen wants to do. Have you seen the walls that have, um, not shiplap, but it's got like the wood patterns on it? Yep. Uh, Joey's sister's baby has that in his room. My baby's gonna have that in his room. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. But I think it's, it's the hip new baby thing. I guess so. Yeah. And then we're just going to have one room that looks way different than the rest of the house. Are you going blue, pink, whatever it may be? Are you are you finding out? Are you just going to take a guess? Are you going to paint neutral color so then you're 100% right no matter what happens? We're definitely going to find out. There's going to be some sort of gender reveal, which I'm not a fan of yeah. for the record. I just saw a post on Facebook that said, I've made the right decisions cutting my friends because I've never been invited to a gender reveal party. I was like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Although anytime someone that I think finds it funny asks um, it boy or girl, mm-hmm. I say, we're not going to assign our baby a gender. Yeah. And they usually chuckle and I go, oh. <laughs> it's such a like, f- like that's a, yeah, Jeffrey would say that just yeah. to kind of stir the pot. But also like that person is probably like, oh. which makes it funnier for you and and it makes it even funnier like both reactions are great for me but we're i think we're both hoping for a boy now Um, answer me this what happens if it comes out hermaphrodite like both or neither both it's got both which is a a hermaphrodite i've never has a vagina and a penis yeah i've never heard of neither yeah neither an option there was. Here's how I know. is because Kristen likes to listen to, like, weird ways people got pregnant or, like, read about weird ways people got pregnant. This I like to one. watch those kind of videos, too. <laughs> weird ways, <laughs> like a pizza delivery guy. Um, but one of the what stories... What are you doing with that plumber? There was this girl that didn't have a vagina. She was born without a vagina. Okay. And she had just blown her boyfriend. Okay. And she swallowed. Uh-huh. And then her ex... No, no. I thought you were going to say she got pregnant from it. I was like, that's not how anatomy works at all. Her ex came in and stabbed her after this happened. And the semen from her stomach went from her stomach into her ovaries. And she got pregnant. So he stabbed her in the stomach, slid open, stomach acid and cum leaked out of her, leaked into her, her other part of the open wound, into her ovaries, and now she's Pregnant with a stomach acidy baby? Yes. Probably without the stomach acid, but... P- probably. But she didn't have a vagina and she got pregnant. She was also dead, no? No, she lived. Had the baby. C-section? Of course. She's <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere else. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, what else? What are you thinking? Of course it was a C-section. That's so fair. yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Okay. Bottom line, it's a thing. Um, I, if it is, if it's a both, you're going. You, you're too greedy. You get neither. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> trying to think about this logically. So, well, that's good because mine was very Ill, Ill, uh, illogical. Illogical, yeah. Going, you have a penis and a vagina. That's not fair to anybody, and take them both away. Just wipe it clean. <laughs> um, that's enough out of you. If hermaphrodite has. Uh, is, are you going to name it hermaphrodite? If <laughs> I feel like I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I would be obligated to. If hermaphrodite had both and also had like ovaries and a female reproductive system, yeah. you can chop off a dick and balls. You can't fill in a vagina. Fair. I mean, I'm sure they have figured out a way at this point. You think so? Concrete. <laughs> asphalt. Quickcrete. <laughs> Hey, speak of concrete, they yeah. figured out why ancient concrete is so much stronger than what we can make today. Something I didn't even know that was something people were pondering. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, didn't, didn't, know of course. Was, I didn't know it was a thing. So the way they did it is it's normal concrete stuff, but instead of regular water, they mixed it with salt water, and then they added, oh. I think it was some sort of lime powder. And so anytime the concrete cracked and water got in there, it would reseal itself because of the salt and lime. Are we and dumber nowadays than we were back then? Absolutely, we yeah. are. I think there was a, a ginormous catastrophe, and we killed all the smart. Well, we didn't kill like the all the smart people got killed. And we went back to hunting and gathering for a while, and somehow we made it back to where we are now. Wouldn't that be wild? Yeah, like we were space travelers at one point, and then we just those smart people just got killed or something like that. And made us revert. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of talk about how that could very well be the case. How 
Have you heard of the Younger Dryas impact theory? Of course not. I didn't think so. I just <laughs> thought I'd bring it up. So it, it's I the like th- the thought that this season your catchphrase is of course and mine is of course, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. Um, so the theory is essentially, in, in as simple as I can explain it, about 12,000 years ago, asteroids hit Earth and wiped out most of like mega, like big animals and wiped out a lot of humans. There was a massive flood. I thought last season you said that dinosaurs and people didn't live at the same time. They didn't. But you just said the meteor killed... Big animal. I was going to say megafauna, but I didn't think you would know what that meant. No. So I switched to big animals. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Killed big animals and people, sent huge shockwaves around the earth. This is where flood myths come from. They all came from different countries that had no contact with each other all at the same time and wiped out all of these advanced civilizations and we had to rebuild. And so there's evidence, like, if you look at the Sphinx, it looks like there was massive water erosion down at the bottom, and they reshaped the the head of the Sphinx thousands of years later. Huh. Like, it was built 12,000 years ago rather than 4,000 years yeah. ago. And so there's evidence to support the fact, evidence to support the idea that humans were very, very advanced in the past and created the pyramids and created this and created that and then got wiped out, and we had to start over again. Do you think that's an option for now? Yeah, you I'd do? say so. Do you think that it, we could do it? I think it would take another few thousand years. Because if you think about it, we have technology. We u- we're using microphones. We're going to upload this on a computer. We don't know how to build the microphones. Yeah. We don't know how to build the computer. We maybe you know how to write some of the software for it, but how are you going to Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know how to use the computer, but no one knows that like there's no one person that could construct an entire computer and write the software for it. Yeah. And that knowledge would be lost. Like it would We'd be able to tell our grandkids, like, yeah, we watched movies and, and television, and we did this on the internet, and they'd be like, yeah, okay, Grandpa. Like, play with your sticks and stones now. I, I just, I can't, I can't imagine, I mean, so in my mind, I'm picturing a complete wipeout like it was then. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, when we settled to America, there was no... Housing. <laughs> and America is pretty housed now. No housing. <laughs> I just, I can't wrap my head around a society go, going forward and being like, this is all new. Look at the things that we're doing. It's like, nah. I feel like the mindset is will always be post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. As whereas ours is we created and started from nothing. Now we're here. Do you understand? Do you know what I mean? I think I do know what you're saying. And the way that. Do we have something recording this? Yeah, the little stick isn't. Okay, I didn't yeah. see it for a second. I was like, have we just been having a conversation <laughs> for an hour? Um, the reason that I think that may not be the case is because. Obviously, so let's just say for the sake of argument that the ancient flood myths are correct. Yeah. And those people, like everything in the Bible about the flood is true. Mm -hmm. Those people then who wrote about the flood remembered all of the great technology that the people before them had, but they could only pass it down by scribbling it in stone or writing it in maps that maybe got burned in the Library of Alexandria. And over the last... Four thousand years, those stories change, and you don't know what they really started out as anymore. So That's I think good point. if you have a long enough period of time, then you'd think, yeah, this isn't post-apocalyptic. This is just life. It's very good point. I was going to say something about Hitler, but I don't know if I can connect the dots well enough. <laughs> <laughs> How do we always get back to Hitler? <laughs> oh man. I mean, I think that was a solid episode. That's a heck of an episode for the first one back. I would say so. It's like we never left. Yeah, I felt really rusty until I hit record. It's natural for us. 
Thank God something comes natural to me. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> uh, follow us on all the social medias. We're just buds somewhere, uh, whether it's a podcast in front of it or a official somewhere in there. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Yeah, awesome. Um, it comes natural. What the fuck is it? Oh. And remember, guys, everything is simpler with a bud. This is Jack and Jeff signing, signing off. off. Hey, suits, fuck off.